0: Hello and welcome to Postgres FM, a weekly show about all things PostgresQL. I'm Michael, founder of PG Mustard. This is my co-host, Nikolai, founder of Postgres AI. Hey, Nikolai, what are we talking about today? Hi, Michael. It's your turn. Tell us, tell us please. Oh, um, <laughs> flip it on me? Yes, I I picked this one. I think we're going to call it row estimates, but this Rows. is uh, yeah, based on. So this is about the planner, uh, query planner, and this is. Again, based on a listener suggestion or request. Uh, they didn't ask about this specifically, but they did ask about nested loops causing performance issues. And looking at any one particular performance issue would be quite a dull podcast, I think. Maybe a better video. But it really, a lot of these, especially when it comes to people thinking that the nested loop is the problem... It's normally due to a bad row estimate at some, or an inaccurate row estimate at some point, and a bad planner choice based on that row estimate. So, I wanted to dive into how PostgreS is making those decisions, and also some things that we can do as users to help it get better statistics and to help guide it in the right direction, or, or not things that we don't, maybe don't have at our disposal at the moment that other other databases do. So, that's that's the kind of thing I was hoping to talk about sounds good but what's wrong with nested loops they're good yeah, it, and this is the this is the um, reason I didn't want to call this you know nested loops causing issues. It's mostly right. so yeah. So what, what's wrong with them is a good point. And I think it's about trade offs, right? So the reason we have multiple, we a lot of the time the planner has multiple choices for the join algorithm it chooses, and even the scans that it does. So it's not even just about joins. It has a lot of choices and different options, and because SQL is declarative it can make its mind up about the the fastest or most efficient way to to do that nested loops have some real advantages they they're very quick to get started they're very flexible they can be used in a lot of different cases but when the two relations that are being joined get large there can be more efficient or, quick, or quicker ways of joining those and in postgres we have hash joins, and we have merge joins. I think that's it yeah. for the three join three algorithms.
1: algorithms yeah. So nested loops are good when uh, the relation on one side is smaller, quite small, right? A L- low number of rows
0: on one side. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Both mm-hmm. sides, one side, and if if even if one side is large, if it's indexed, a nested loop can still be really good, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And if they are both quite large, uh, nested loop, probably it's not a good idea to to have it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we'll probably be better off with a hash join or in some cases, if they're both sorted, a merge join, I guess. But sometimes we don't have those options, right? Sometimes the only, if if we're not doing a quality operation, I think there, so it's, but equally when people are looking into this, if there's a, good plan and a bad plan if it, it, that's often when people think it's the nested loop that's the problem it there was another option right there was a better plan a better path that could have been chosen but wasn't because it was being scored higher or cost the costs were estimated to be higher um a big input for those costs is how many i'm gonna say rows. i guess uh this might be another argument for tuples uh are being returned at each um cool. Or tuples, Tuples. sorry, back to that old one. Yeah, your
1: your version is tuples. I I proposed tuples, but you switched. Okay, so if you see nested loop and we think it should be different, we suspect some issues with statistics, right? And first thing to check is to try to analyze the table to recollect statistics, or no? What do you think?
0: Well, this is, I think, where we get into, it's probably worth us explaining up top Analyze. I guess what you're talking about there is the process Postgres has for gathering statistics. So you can right. analyze a relation. I learned today, actually, looking into it, you can analyze just a single column. And there's a lot of, of flexibility there. Or expression. And, nice. Okay, cool. And also it, it happens automatically as part of auto-vacuum or auto-analyze, I guess, is the part of that.
1: Well, yeah, auto-vacuum has three... three um... Tasks, yeah. So vacuuming, preventing preventing transaction idea sprouts or freezing, and uh, also third option is uh, auto analyzing, like recollecting yeah. statistics. And uh, yes, this is... four. Yeah, maybe four. What 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 is fourth?
0: Does the visibility map count as separate? Well, yeah,
1: but it can be considered as uh, part of vacuuming. Okay, so, cool. Uh, maintaining free space map and visibility map. But, uh, when analyzing, analyzing may happen together with auto vacuuming, but it may happen also, uh, like, auto, auto, auto analyzing, uh, uh, separately. Yep. So, um, everything happens inside Polkos, right? many options but uh, right so uh, not every time uh, auto vacuum runs uh, to process some table it recollects statistics it, it, it's controlled by several settings threshold scale factor related to analyze part
0: and yeah uh, and i think it's fairly recent i didn't actually check but one of the newer versions lets us set an analyze scale factor even for insert only workloads so times where right. there was a problem it, yeah. There was a problem for append only
1: uh, w- uh, use cases when you just uh, add add a lot of data and that's it and uh, the vacuum didn't process it uh, well yeah. vacuum probably is not needed because you don't produce delete uh, tuples if you just yeah. insert right but uh, anal- an- analyzing recollecting statistics is definitely what I would like to have and actually many examples educational examples and so on they they show like okay let's load something to table and before uh, you like you mu- you must uh, run analyze yourself to have proper plans but now you can just wait a little bit right <laughs> and it, it, auto will do a job and then you can play with it but of course uh, if you want to control probably you just n- need to say analyze table name and that's it, yep. so it, was, actually, it yeah so actually the reason
0: i wanted to August
1: 11 or 12 when it was like a couple couple of versions ago maybe three versions ago Wow, that's getting quite a long time ago. I remember when that was new. I, even I, me, I, I remember Darafei. I I, I cannot pronounce the last name. Sorry, Darafei participated in this discussion, and and, and he, he he was in, uh, active in the Russian-speaking community as well. So I remember this case, and it was quite like so obvious improvement. Like it was like one of those changes when
0: when you have feeling, how come it didn't happen before, right? Yep. But that's the nice thing. It does keep getting better. And the reason I wanted to be specific about the analyze you were talking about there is that there's a few places people might see that word. And there's analyze itself as a a keyword that gathers statistics. You might see vacuum analyze as like a kind of parameter to vacuum. That is the same thing. So that's doing both vacuum and analyze. But you might also see explain, analyze, which I guess we're going to talk about in a moment, uh, which is not related at all. Just totally different thing. So naming things is difficult. And sadly, that's just one we need to like once you once you know what it does, you realize it's unrelated. But it can be confusing for beginners. Right. Terms, words
1: are overloaded everywhere. Statistics term was also overloaded. We can talk about statistics, double statistics, and user statistics. This uh, statistics, PG statistics, which which collects, which uh, keeps the column and expression stats, and this is what is recalculated when you run analyze. And also in in the explain plan, we also see some statistics, right? We can also call it some. So, like, the, the terms are overloaded indeed. There, there are too few words in, in language, unfortunately, in any language. But okay, so back to our topic. If we see nested loop and we say we we would like to have something else like a hash join, probably we just need to check it with analyze. Like, what would you do? Like, just run analyze and double check the plan,
0: or what? Yeah, so there's a there's a so I think goes back a step. How are you even spotting that problem? I would suggest that you you should be running explain analyze and trying to work. Buffers. So that's explain analyze buffers. Yeah, ideally, maybe even verbose format JSON. Maybe no. On, um, on Twitter, there
1: was a new saying like "in buffers we trust." I so, like it. Right. I think I saw you had a T-shirt like that as well. So that's fun. Yep. So so. So in we'll explain-analyze buffers to check it before you run analyze to re- recollect statistics.
0: Yeah, but specifically explain alone won't help us here because explain alone only gives us the estimated number of rows being returned at each stage of the execution plan. But with explain-analyze buffers, but explain-analyze is the important part for this topic because that will give us not only the estimated number of rows but also the actual number of rows being returned and it's mismatches there that can really help us diagnose where this problem's arising where the bad estimates are so yeah that let would me, be let, first. Me, let
1: me let me disagree with you here oh. at least at least partially uh, you're talking about like straightforward examples when we can run explain buffers buffer so we see all details both for planning and execution and we understand something is wrong we don't want to have a nested loop here, but what if our execution takes uh, hundred years? Yeah, of course. So if you say like, just explain is not, is not helpful. It's still helpful. It will show nested loop. It will give us understanding how planner thinks about our data. And we know our data, right? We know how many rows there and there. So we say like, no, I would, I would, if I, if I were you, the planner, right, I I would do it differently. So just explain in some cases and it it also can be helpful, right? In some extreme cases when execution is long.
0: Very, very good point. Yeah, completely agree. But then I agree with you about the second port of call, it's, Often, if you can see the relations involved and you can run and and you think maybe Analyze hasn't run recently on those and you can just uh, it, there's it's not a locking operator or it has very, very light locks. So you can run Analyze on tables in production or columns, even with with very low risk. And that might be that might be enough to solve your problem. Uh, It might Uh, be that the statistics are out of date. um, Yeah, we can check, we can we can. Check how, how,
1: when analyze uh, ran in logs. If we, if auto vacuum is, is logging is enabled, and in recent versions, the threshold is 10 minutes. It should be zero, always zero, zero. Like all, everything, all rows, all and log entries related to auto vacuum should be there, in my opinion. But we also have pgstat uh, all tables, pgstat user tables, and we can check it has four columns. Two pairs, one pair for vacuuming and one pair for uh, timestamps. All, all all pairs are timestamps. I'm I'm not talking about count. Count is quite silly metric, right? So okay, five now, five times. Well, zero means something, but five, ten, when, right? So two pairs of timestamps. One pair for vacuum. One is for auto vacuum. One is for manual vacuum. And two timestamps for analyze. One for auto analyze means like analyze job of vacuum, and second is for manual analyze and uh, we can see when it happened right it might yeah. still be happening so also worth checking pg start activity and you will see it there vacuum uh, colon analyze or vacuum analyze so you can yeah
0: good point it could be happening so
1: right now in Stat activity uh, qu- the query column it has it. It has details for auto vacuum jobs as well,
0: so it's 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 seen as regular session. What's uh, the like if it, on huge databases? How long do you tend to see house, it's taking? hours taking hours? Well, it depends on on how detailed
1: you want your statistics to be. By yeah. default, we have default statistics target hundred, like meaning hundred buckets, but many people increase it for example 2000 sometimes more and the bigger default statistics target is the longer analyze will be and it will it will produce noticeable disk IO of course reading data if it's not cached in, in the buffer pool and and or uh, cache uh, and also individual columns can be tuned So default statistics target, it's uh, like cluster-wide setting, but uh, some columns can be adjusted additionally with alter table. I don't remember, like, uh, statistics something like that. You can say I want 1,000 buckets here, but 100 buckets there and only 10 there. Something like this. It's like fine-tuning. Usually I recommend, like, avoid it unless you 100% uh, know. In my my, uh, experience, I saw cases when people tuned it but they didn't, we're not uh, very clear in their intentions, you know. It was like kind of experimenting and then it was abandoned and then you just have some leftover of past experiments. That's it. So, uh, systematic approach should be like you know what you're doing and here we definitely want more detailed statistics. So, analyze can, it depends on, on table size and on number of buckets you want to collect for each
0: expression or, or column. Yeah, so that's in fact going on to the statistics target. I think that's a useful next. So if analyze doesn't fix your problem, there is there's something interesting. If if you're aware now where the problem is, then if you if you know the distribution of that data, if you've got a very skewed distribution, that's where I see extending or so increasing that target. What, well, I I don't know if I've I have the same opinion as you. I, I personally don't think it's as sensible to change the global statistics target from, from like increasing <sighs> it from 100 to a 1, thousand. But but I've have well, seen some people have success with doing it at a, a, you know with specific columns that they know are distributed a certain way. Before I started to
1: work with uh, thin cloning. I worked on the holistic approach to this problem. So for example, Mm -hmm. you say, Mm -hmm. Okay, I have my database, I have many clones of it, and I have, I have my workload, I can reproduce it reliably, like, definitely can do it at least uh, part of it, right. And then I uh, I, we were able to run, for example, 10 VMs uh, in parallel for, to just to st- we can do it sequentially, of course, but why, if we can do it in parallel, why not? It, by the way, th- there will be a question. Uh, do we have the same hardware everywhere? So, we, so we need, we also added some micro benchmarks uh, to compare like baseline CPU same, disk same, and so on. But uh, to, to parallelization is of benchmarks is quite interesting topic itself. So, and then you just compare, you, you take uh, 10 values for your knob, in this case, uh, default statistics target, and you, then you compare many, many things. For example, starting from regular latencies and throughput, you can also use PGSat PG statements to analyze particular query groups and see deviations uh, and it's 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 very this this is very good holistic approach by the way it's also possible to do it for using thin clones but you need to focus of course on buffers not on timing because uh, timing will be quite volatile uh, metric but buffers will be reliable so it's possible to to do something there and see how amount of work in terms of IOs so or buffers so will change depending on default statistics target. And in this approach, uh, the goal was, okay, we want to improve queries, and if we change global value, which queries will be improved and which queries maybe will be will have some penalty, right? Of course, you need to also to compare and analyze in this experiment. And this is holistic approach. Quite interesting, actually. If like, I like this approach, it's like I, I consider such approaches as enterprise ready because uh, you answer all questions, cover all topics here, and then you you can make decision with a lot of data. But uh, it requires efforts, of
0: course. Yeah. Right. And and I I, th- I haven't seen as many cases where the where other queries are slowed down in these cases definitely in other performance cases but i hadn't considered a really good point you made around the speed of analyze being very de- dependent well, on this and and then well that's that's crucial for things like major version upgrades because if we yeah. when we do a major version plans upgrade, changes plans changes yeah. well we we don't have statistics, do we? We don't get the statistics automatically. So we have to run Analyze before we can, like as part of the downtime. But There's no, I don't yeah. see any way around that. So if we've now increased our statistics target to a point where it's going to take half an hour to run Analyze across our entire database, then that's another half an hour of downtime every time we do a major version upgrade. Yeah, that's, that's not good. No, exactly. So it's it's considering these other. I hadn't thought so much about that, but that makes me think even more that the kind of going after each only increasing on a kind of case by case basis might be more sensible.
1: Right, and 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 analyzing in stages, I saw cases when it didn't help. So like to sit in some intermediate state, it was not good at all. So conclusion was: let's do the last step, like maximum statistics and just wait more and that's it. Well, it would be great if Postgres uh, upgrade, PG upgrade would uh, just uh, export and import PG statistic, understanding changes if they are happen between uh, versions. By by the way, back to like I I, I remember I wanted to uh, interrupt to in, interrupt you in one more place, but I didn't. Yep. So you mentioned that uh, if we have issues, probably we need to to change this. We, we like we, we started to discuss uh, uh, this default statistics target knob uh, but m- maybe there's another mitigation action for example we can tune a vacuum to recollect statistics more often yep so may- i would start from there maybe not from from change of uh, bucket n- number of buckets in- yeah well
0: and it depends a little bit on the problem right depends if it's a distribution issue or if it's a data being a stale issue or if it's a correlation issue so there's the another Before I, we go talk? there, before we go, oh, go there, on. right, so
1: it's a question, what it is, is it? And the answer question, we need to experiment. That's yeah. why I started, uh, will you do analyze, uh, manual analyze to check it? Right, okay, we see that Otovacum did it yesterday, and we inserted a lot, for example. So, obviously, we should run manual analyze, right? and And double check the plan compare before
0: and after right i mean what, i feel like I, I want i want to say yes but equally i feel like it's a trap
1: <laughs> you feel it you because you know me already
0: right but like it, yeah.
1: it is it is trap it is trap well 99.9 uh, percent of dbs will, will do it and i personally will do it as well but i don't like it because if i later like we we want to understand what's happening right and this is one-way ticket
0: always you can't undo it you mean exactly so but we do then know what the problem was at least then we know that the well, problem was right the but but how can you be
1: 100% sure that you won't have any questions to previous version of statistics maybe you have maybe you would you would like to check other plans as well right you know, run analysis and that's it door's cl- closed bye bye <laughs> it's yeah. not good right
0: that's why that's why guess what think loans. well just to just to question that slightly if we have a point in time recovery, for example, and we then res- if we want to let's say restore to a previous time exactly. before we ran analyze, can we get the old statistics back? Exactly. Yes. The cool. only problem with this approach is just like terabyte per hour. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Cool. And that's it. So if you have ten terabytes, wait ten hours for to to try again and then you run analyze and that's why I think clones and database lab engine.
0: Yeah. So I think well, my answer to your your question is still yes. If it's like a, if this is like a production issue, we don't like. We need to heal us up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's... I would. I would. But equally, really good point and worth thinking, worth take, taking a, few, a split second to think about the consequences before hitting execute. Oh, by the way, is
1: analyze uh, transactional? I don't know. In this case, you can detach one of clones. Right? Make it uh, Analyze,
0: roll back
1: Well, uh, yes, exactly I think it is Because it's just a PT statistics table It should be uh, I don't remember 100% But it should be uh, transactional So you just begin Analyze, check your plan Roll back Why not? It should be so Cool Very well There you go Maybe maybe I'm, I'm terribly wrong But
0: it's a great idea. Someone should, someone should check should it. We'll, one of us will check it and we'll, we'll right. let people know. In
1: this case, you can iterate and, and uh, return, basically reset statistics once again and, and uh, check using regular traditional Postgres, not thin clones, which I, I like so much. So, okay, this is recovered it. Like how we can play with many uh, different query plans and see what's happening uh, if we. That, now, let's talk about uh, correlation you, you
0: wanted to talk about, right? Well, yeah, I guess we've only covered a couple of the different ways that this could be a problem and uh, another famous one, I think we have discussed it on here before, is let's say we're looking at two columns that are highly correlated and by default Postgres I, is going to assume, Oh, go on. Each time
1: I try to invent some example, I'm becoming either racist or sexist
0: or something. I, I can well, I've got a good one for you car okay. car makes car makes and models for example if we say right. where where car make is Toyota and car model is Prius those are going to be extremely highly correlated right. I'm not aware of any Priuses that aren't toyotas but by default Postgres is going to assume that those are uh, independent ver- variables and is going to look at the proportion of rows that are. Toyotas, if they're in the most common values and proportionate in the, pri- the Priuses and work out a a much lower estimate of the total than, than actually the case. So that's probably the best, well, currently the best use of extended statistics. So we can now think thanks oh, oh. to people like Thomas Vondra. I think there's a few more people involved. As of a few versions ago, we can now, spec- like we can educate Prius Prius about system. these. Yes. Yeah, Special world
1: there are, there are three options, and in this case, uh, I don't remember the uh, words, but, like, something about distinct values, most common values, and the third is about this, uh, like, one, f- like, depends on another, right? So, uh, functionally dependent. or so, so. In, in this case, I would choose that third option, because, obviously, yep. Prius means Toyota, so probably – and uh, if we don't do that, Postgres just multiplies, okay, we have – Like 20% of Toyotas, okay, we have 1% of Prius, like multiplication, very low number. In this case, bad idea, obviously. And also, if our query includes, for example, uh, I don't know, like Nissan and Prius, like obviously we should have zero, right? Yeah. But uh, Postgres will tell multiplication will give some non zero number, also wrong. In this case, definitely. But the question is how to, like, how to. Okay, okay. I, I usually try to find some holistic approach, right? How to build some framework. You're right, by the way, that uh, on, uh, obviously um, if we just recalculate statistics uh, or we increase number of buckets, uh, the, no, none of queries uh, should slow down. It should only help, right? I think I'm so, sure, but I'm not 100% sure. Right. But the framework, uh, why I talked about it, the framework also asks question. Are there any parts of our workload which struggle from our change? This is the idea. We should check everything and ensure that we improved something, but we have everything else at least the same. Not improve, but at least the same. And here I also ask a holistic question. How to understand that we need it? We
0: need to guess that this column depends on that, or we can... Oh but based on the query plan we can often see that that's where a misestimate's happening right like that's mm-hmm. that i mean i i'm definitely somebody who's guilty of having a hammer and then everything looks like a nail so that's my like that's the, typically the way i've seen it but be easier to to spot so yeah that that would be my point but where where is that the place you'd look as well i have just a question no no answers okay this we second. um because this is a common issue in query plans, and it's it's not always clear from the query plan where the issue is, we, we have a tip in PG Mustard for particularly bad row estimates, especially when, well, only when there's it, they're part of a slow part of the query plan, a slow subtree. Mm-hmm. And we link out to a blog post that we've written going through, kind of like helping people try this, then try that, or, you know, this going through basically the things we've discussed here. So I will link it up. But I think I need to update the blog post based on a few things we've mentioned here. It's a few years old. Yeah. So so I like
1: that uh, you also started to uh, advertise your product because we, we yeah. invest a lot of efforts to try to help people and to improve things, tooling and so on. I think this great statistics is very, very underrated because you need to make a lot of efforts to get into there. So if, for example, uh, analyze would suggest, or like if Pigeon Master suggests more explicitly what to do, uh, more people would, will, would start using it, right? So we need some helpers that would do it. Actually we don't have helpers for indexes, so it's maybe, and it's still like there are some works in progress uh, trying to improve and they do it, but
0: very interesting que- questions. Yeah. Another Well, another thing that... Co- the, the last thing I wanted to make sure we covered as part of this, it feels odd not to, is that sometimes people get to the end of their tether with this. And, and you know, maybe ex- uh, Create Statistics doesn't yet support their use case. Like, we've talked before about two correlated columns, but from different tables. I think you mentioned quite a good idea using materialized views for that. But if, if, when, to,
1: As a bridge uh, to have an index on columns from different yeah. tables, yes. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's, like, quite... Also silly thought, but it,
0: it it's what we have. <laughs> Can we do create statistics on materialized views? I didn't even think yes. about that. Great. Yes. So that makes sense then. And um, even on even on foreign data wrapper tables. So foreign tables. Yeah. Makes sense. The well the thing I wanted to mention though is that sometimes people as a last port of call or because they've used to using them in previous databases also would like hints for this. So I know I know people often talk about indexes. Don't mix and, with hints Hints you mean to 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 command the
1: the executor what to do, the planner what to Not choose. Not necessarily
0: or, to command them. What or to hints, do, but things... says, it's time to to do that to create. No, I that I meant regular. No, no, ones. No, no. okay, like an order. Yeah, I did mean regular ones because I think there's PG hint plan that I think one of the things they let you do is give an idea of the number of rows you're expecting from certain yeah. things. So I think there's an interesting area there and i did see a talk by robert haas that when somebody asked about hints he he was seemed very open to the term specifically for row estimates not for other things so that was very that was super interesting to me
1: yeah and the, the common approach uh, to hints from the core hackers is we don't want them right in yeah the Postgres. but still people need it sometimes so i i don't have 100 percent like strong opinion here, I, but let me tell you some small story. Uh, we added hints to database lab, so database lab is non-production, and we uh, the idea was to allow people to experiment more and see what would like what if uh, approach, what if plan would be different, and so. On. But sometime later, sometime past, People started to use it. This comment, okay. People started to ask, uh, okay, it's good. Uh, I found good, better plan. I optimized. Now, why we don't have it on production, right? Yeah. And I realized that you, if you add something to lab, you also need to think if like some, there will be some people that w- will want the same on production. So, and they're already like, okay, should we add it to production? Maybe no, <laughs>
0: right? Maybe yes. There are different opinions here. Maybe we should do a whole episode on that, actually. That's, that feels like a good one. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Was there anything else you wanted to make sure we covered? No. Analyze more often. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Nikolai. And see you next week. Or well, have, a, have a good Christmas for everybody who's celebrating.
1: Thank you. Likewise.